He wore it again tonight. He wears it every oh fucking God, night. I love that. You looked that. in the fucking mirror. For what? I don't know. In For general? I heard you click it. <laughs> what? I heard you click it. I didn't do anything. I, I do not click anything. I didn't click nothing. <laughs> Listen. Didn't click nothing. Welcome to our spoopy podcast. Welcome to our spoopy podcast. So welcome to the drunken spoopy podcast. <laughs> I have had no alcohol That's today. That's a lie. I want to the just, seven empty white claws. <laughs> we have a picture. Oh, that's my art project. Be on our spoopy podcast on You're Instagram. You're welcome. Then so. we helped you with your art project. Yeah, you guys drank them. I didn't have any. Oh, okay. You're right. It was it, actually it, most of those were me. Yeah. Well, the three were you. Three were me. So. And Do you need us to add more white claw to your yeah, your uh, IV? To my margarita. Ooh, Ooh, let's get a lime one and put. I know that'd be actually <laughs> a good idea. We don't, we don't have, have any lime. lime. Ones. We talked we do about lemon. this earlier. We were going to put lemon and the lime <coughs> together. We are going to make a Sprite. Well, you know, actually, you can have any flavor of margaritas. Yeah, You can have any flavor of margaritas. You can put watermelon in it. Watermelon margarita? Watermelon lime? Mango margarita? Mango. Better not. Well. No. 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 Oh, and also the reason I was giggling earlier is because I drank and then the margarita got on my nose and then it was... It was cold. <laughs> and she was laughing while there's a naked man behind her. <laughs> That's typically how my sex life goes. <laughs> I just like laugh. Phone, like, and then I like, yeah. And he's oh. Around like, oh. oh, there's a naked man over Big there. Big boobs. Big balls. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, stop, stop. Welcome to our spoopy podcast. <laughs> um, you might hear a familiar voice or a not so familiar uh, to you that have joined our podcast recently and haven't listened to all the rest of them. Which, first uh, of all, how dare you? Yeah, second of all, <laughs> how dare you? Um, Third of all, <laughs> back rolls. Back rolls. Fourth uh, of hi. all. It's Savannah. It's Savannah. Hey, it's me. I'm hey, Croc Savannah. Pocket. It's Croc Pocket. Famous Croc, Croc, Croc Pocket. Pocket. If you haven't seen our episode titles, they never make sense. So the episode <laughs> title that says Croc Pocket, go listen to that one because that was our first introduction to uh, ours with a bucket. It's, it's mm-hmm. probably not great. You probably shouldn't listen to it. Yeah, well, you all, can most of them are when we're already drunk. Yeah, we're already drunk. drunk. They're either way more interesting or nobody knows what we're talking about. Both. <laughs> Why not? Even both? though they don't know what we're talking about, it's still interesting. Well, you know. Why not? Would you hand me a cookie? Do you? <laughs> can I please have can a I cookie? You have a glitter like right on your lip. Like is it glitter or is it a margarita? It might be both. <laughs> I love that. Can I put glitter, glitter in these margaritas. margaritas. Oh yes. Right. <laughs> it's <I'm gonna> shit <laughs> glitter. It's supposedly very bad for your intestines, but it looks cute. It looks cute. <laughs> and that's all I really care. Your microvilli I cannot do anything with it. But what is that? Get him. The bike. Snatched. We don't Snatched. have bugs here. Bugs. It's big bugs. It's March and it was 90 degrees out today. We have bugs now. No. I got bit by a mosquito. Coronavirus. Do they coronavirus. not? <gasps> they carry it. Do they not know that people are in their homes? No. <laughs> Except for you, apparently. Let me go open one. the window and tell them real quick. Hey, mosquitoes, <laughs> go away. Just scream at them. <laughs> Well, hey, I that's do what Chris has been doing for the past week. I just scream. He just at things. opens up the window and just screams Fuck into the me. void. Into the void. Italians <laughs> are singing on their balconies, and we scream out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's true. I mean, I'm glad you're not know wrong. what I've been going through with Chris. <laughs> yeah, I could that. have only imagined. Hey, we open up the blinds for the first time since, since we, we lived, lived there, there. <laughs> and uh, it was wild. 
Chris was, literally sat there staring out the window. So did Bailey. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Your <laughs> dog did too. Just, All three I'm of just us. staring at the beauty that is outside. I was like, in the living you room? You can go outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, we literally have a balcony. You can. Because the like, sun is shining right like, on those like four windows most of the day. So if you have them open, it gets really hot. Yeah. So we don't normally open them. But I felt like it. And by we, I mean you, because I'm usually at work during the hours that that would happen. <laughs> How are they not open? You don't want to watch your neighbors? No, no. I don't want them to watch us. Because they're a one-story. Oh, no, they have two Mm-mm. stories. They have two. Ooh, looking down, they're one-story. Because I was, like, doing some weird shit. three-story. The... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing some weird shit in the living room, and I looked over, and I saw windows, and I was like, <laughs> People. Girl. <laughs> I got scared. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just feel weird because like they their their driveway is like right there, so they like look <gasps> up, they can like see us. Yeah, I don't like that. But you can see them. Yeah, I don't want to see them. So you only leave <laughs> one slat open and you go over like a gypsy. That's every what morning. Daisy does. Like Daisy, like my dog. Daisy will go up and just like <laughs> <laughs> she flips <laughs> off her hat. Like, flips her hat <laughs> and just like looking like. <gasps> And she like has her. You can see like nose prints on the fucking window of her nasty nose, just like pressed up on the glass. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. There's one spot over there on the ledge of the window where Kennedy will put his paws up and look out. Oh. <laughs> At least it's just one spot. Yeah, yeah. Daisy's is like all four windows. <laughs> it just spreads. It, just it really does. It's like smears. Like I see you, and she'll be like, she'll be looking because like her nose covers up most of like this little slat that she has. Over open so she's looking at like <laughs> and like you can see like the weird way she's looking at like she's trying, like, trying to, to look her through. nose it's like i can't see past can't this see fucking past nose this now. <laughs> why don't you move the couches further away uh, it doesn't stop her she goes in between no. things and like because the the windows go all the way down to the ground so uh, do they yeah well there's and like we even we what, even have one? like a like a, a little nice table stand, yeah and she'll like go underneath it and, and open like, up just the stand line. underneath it and just yeah and, she's like, <laughs> and like you can hear her like smelling and then she'll go like <laughs> and I like, get all mad at like someone who's walking by and I'm like so that's oh, what yeah. Chris has been doing for the past week is just growling at the I've dog. been doing that yeah I took the spot of Daisy I, mean, I opened up the blinds I'm like <laughs> people near my house <laughs> the fuck territorial yes He's what so are you Tony <laughs> in the words of the famous Tony what Listen. He would never hear this episode. He might. You he literally will not. Um, how have you been? How are you surviving? <gasps> have you played Animal Crossing? Yep. How do you um, feel about it? That's good. That's good, girl. I like it. We've been playing um, for a little bit. Your life isn't consumed, so I'm not um, satisfied. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I've been playing Civilization instead. Yeah, I know. Which but... takes seven days to play a full game. Yeah, but... I love the uh, so breathing noises crossing. from you trying to eat the cookie. It's like. <laughs> that wasn't me eating. Oh. That was me being like, uh, at your story. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we definitely thought it was about the cookie. I'm going to go ahead and continue that fantasy for myself. Me, me too. Because your cookies are that good. <laughs> they really are. They're pretty bomb. Here, smell this. <laughs> Does this smell like chloroform? This rag smells like cookies. <laughs> this rag smells like cookies. And pass out. <laughs> I wondered what happened in the that. last three hours of my life. Well, uh, we'll be recorded a podcast, so. A podcast. podcast. No, I meant that I smelled the chloroform cookie rag. Oh. Passed out. Oh, no, honey. It's in, it's in the cookies. 
<laughs> They're laced with Xanax. Oh, I Flora, can't wait Flora for that is, to kick is in. An aerosol. It, like, yeah, the cookies have Xanax. Oh. The rag has chloroform. Oh. It's so a twofer. So you eat the twofer. cookie and then smell, smell the rag. Like, Am I immune And then you stop breathing. Then? Have I been roofied been too many with, times? Roofied to boys? Uh, You've been living with me, so yeah. I got roofied one time. It was not great. On purpose or accident? I mean, I didn't roofie myself. Did someone you know roof you on an eye on purpose? <laughs> on an eye on purpose? I mean, it was someone I knew adjacently. That was that I trying to do bad things to you? Me? Or was... I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's not good. It wasn't great. Okay. No. Because I know someone named Julio that... <laughs> wow. It wasn't Julio. Spoiler alert, that, wasn't Julio. That has done things that are like roofing. I think there's something called like G. Is that a thing that, that is people roofies. do? That's roofies, right? Well, he does that. He, I mean, it's like someone that willingly? I know does that. He doesn't roofie people. He doesn't he roofie, roofies no, he himself. himself. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking no, himself, shit, not, not other people. Weird. No, himself. That's why I asked if you did it. Here's Julio, stuff. I'm judging you. He, Let's talk. He listens sometimes. I don't think he's listened in a while. I think we just him. told him a, a secret that he probably didn't want people to know. He tells me all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, oh. probably. His name isn't Julio. <laughs> it's Julian. It's Julian. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? Uh, Welcome to someone, our movie party. <laughs> someone dig me out of this. Uh, are we... Have we started recording yet? I don't have a shovel big enough. <laughs> oh, we just started recording. Oh, oh it's just ten minutes in. Surprise! Little Welcome do you know. Little do you know. I didn't charge. warn me. I am in charge. You knew I was recording. Yeah, I know. It was the past joke. twenty plus minutes. It was ten, ten minutes. Ten. You think it's been twenty it was minutes? The longest already? ten plus minutes of my life. Well, you've been eating a cookie for ten minutes, so. Yeah. And I'm savoring the day. Speaking of cookies, oh boy! A new, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we were growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may have not considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We are always working to reduce our own stress in any way we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 10% now through April 15th with promo code SPOOPY10. That's S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-0. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. You want to know something else? What? Carbs are great. Carbs are amazing. You know what's really good? What? Carbs. Pasta. I love that pasta. Too. And it goes on pasta? 
Uh, pasta sauce. Pasta sauce. Oh, oh yes. Let me tell you about some pasta sauce. Tell please. me about it. There is a new color in the pasta sauce aisle, and it is purple. Yellow. Oh, I love yellow. Yellow. Sunshine Tomato Company makes delicious all-natural pasta sauce made exclusively with yellow tomatoes. That's right. Yellow tomatoes. Mm -hmm. These golden beauties are lower in acidity than their red cousins, making them a heartburn-free alternative. No sugar added, gluten-free, and heartburn-free. Check out Sunshine Tomato Company products on their website at www.sunshinetomatocompany.com. And be on the lookout for them in a grocery store near you. And hey, for all you online shoppers during this quarantine, because we're all online shoppers, if you use the promo code SUN2020, S-U-N-2020, you'll get 20% off your online purchase through April 30th. The Rue? The Rue, April 30th. The Rue. Clack. That is a clack. Thank you. And wow. I... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Savannah, what is your topic today? Um, living with Chris for the past 14 days in quarantine. Woof. That is it a has been spooky so spooky story. Tell me something. Listen, this is, a st- this is a podcast about spooky things, not about psychotic things. Well, psychotic uh, things kind of fit. Tell- that is beyond demonic. And Beyonce? I don't think we need to be... T- Oh. Beyonce, Beyonce demonic. demonic. Beyonce That's demonic. That's my drag name. Welcome Fuck to the stage. I make lots and lots of noise for Beyonce demonic. And then just a bunch of metal. Just, that's it. Heavy <laughs> metal. She walks on stage yep, and she's like, hey, hey, heavy, heavy metal. <laughs> yep. um, that's actually my other drag name. Heavy, heavy metal. metal. <laughs> I'm not just like regular metal or like skinny metal. I'm a heavy metal. I'm heavy metal. <laughs> I love that. You're a scientist. What's a heavy metal? <laughs> um, uh, uh, lead. Uh, mercury. Uranium? No, lead's very heavy. Is uranium? Uranium's not heavy, no. Oh, damn. Mercury. Mercury's not heavy. Um... Lead, lead's a pretty heavy. Lead? Is a pretty heavy metal. Um, that's PB. Yeah, that's, that's lead. PB. Yeah. Pass you know? blue ribbon. No. What's PD? PBR. No. What's PD? PD. Police department. <laughs> NYPD. Right? Open up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but please tell us the, the stories of what has been your favorite spoopy mo- moments of living with Chris in your. Um, uh, I mean, I haven't had any favorites. <laughs> what's your <laughs> What's your least worst memory? <laughs> My least worst memory. <laughs> what's your most neutral thought? <laughs> or or actually what is your worst memory? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, uh, probably going to Tarantula Island and oh, me being yeah. really bad at it on Animal Crossing and making me help And you. then I was just like, "Hey, Chris, do this thing for me." Like and, I do in hey, most things friends. in life. And I ended up being really and good at it. Chris just did it for me. Yeah. How so. are you both playing? She has I a switch the and controller I have a switch. To him. Oh. Because after I bought my switch and she played like for three days, she bought a switch. That was a long time ago. <laughs> she had a little penny purse and then I went and bought one. You did. <laughs> no. I, had the, I had the switch for like three days and you played Pokemon on it for three days. I had a bad day and I was drunk and I impulse bought. Oh yeah, we went to like we, I do we most went out for days. margaritas that day, didn't we? For lunch. Yes. We went to Tia Maria's. Yeah. I had a bad day. And that then I went true. to Best Buy and then I bought a Switch. So you did. And wow. Pokemon. And yeah. Aaron's game. And my original thought was, oh, I'm gonna have a Switch for whenever I Sorry, that was me. I'm gonna quit. 
What the hell are you doing? <laughs> She's Wouldn't fapping you? her fan. I'm fapping my fan. She's fapping There's her fan. You're not allowed to masturbate in here. <laughs> well. That's lame. That's a terrible rule. You're, we, anyway. Listen, the electricity is for everyone in the apartment complex. We can't have you blowing the brink breaker. <laughs> Again! Again. <laughs> <laughs> Has never stopped me before. <laughs> have you done it in our house yet? With the one that electrocutes your vagina? <laughs> no, I rebought it. Oh, okay. Duh. <laughs> but it's not plugs, an amateur. It still plugs into the wall. Yes, I bought the same fucking one. <laughs> Duh. You should get a generator. <laughs> I should. I have enough room in my closet. You That'd do. You've got you've got two closets. <laughs> Heidi and closet. Heidi and closet. You can hide. I'm de- never gonna say that name again. Degenerator in the closet. Stop. Stop talking. <laughs> But too long, didn't read, have no good stories. The end. The end. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> we have no no friendship. <laughs> Actually, what if Chris has been a ghost this whole time? Ooh. Oh, won't you Actually, come on over and... I just thought of a good story, and it really doesn't have much to do with Chris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> During this quarantine? It was going and getting, you know, supporting local business during said quarantine. Going and getting... Two entrees, two cookies, a bottle of wine. I was part of, of this. It does have to do with me. Uh, I know, but vaguely. <laughs> it's more for the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, two entrees, two sides, two cookies, bottle of wine, $40, showing up and then buying two pints of alcohol. Margarita. By that I mean no, sangria. sangria Fra- frozen, frozen sangria mar- for $30. Sang- so I almost spent the same amount. You're doing great with words, yeah. as per usual. The same amount on alcohol as I did the food. So and, go, and a bottle of wine. I, uh, no, I'm saying you, on more than food and a bottle of wine. Yep. Anyways, okay. LOL. We're drinking margaritas that were $70. <laughs> and how much are the nachos, Poopy? $10. So the margaritas are, are way more than the actual food that we ate. Oh, but look how many margaritas we are. Yeah. I know. We got quite a bit of margaritas out of this. We've had, what, three Cheers, each? Cheers. No one. Cheer. No one. Did we clink? Uh, uh, uh. Oh. A gallon. Cheers. Don't do that on the podcast. Cut that. Oh, and earlier, whenever you were like, what are you looking at? I was burping off my Oh. No, he did that. I did that. No, you did that. No, I did that. (laughs) No, no, it wasn't me. Listen, we all did that. We we all did that. We did the damn thing. We did the damn thing. We were recording the podcast. We did. Okay. Okay. We need to talk about spooky stuff because... Progressively, we're getting drunker, and I we're already that. twenty minutes in, and we're already pretty drunk. <laughs> Cheers, queer. Cheers, Cheers again. Yes, <laughs> I love this for us. We're gonna take shots at some point. That's gonna be a terrible uh-huh. idea. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Oh, do you have tequila? Stop no. it. Oh, oh yeah, you get feisty when you're on yeah, tequila. Dude, don't don't talk do that. To me. Yeah, we need to give her like a downer. Yeah, we have more cookies. Food. They have Xanax in them. Okay. Yeah. Um, How many y'all? Who went first last week? I don't know. Um, I think I went first. Week? I already went first, so now um, you don't have to fight over it. Well, you did go first. LOL. I did Clementine Barnabet, and I did that first. Did right? you go first? Or did I go last? I have no idea. Rock, the paper, Kelly family was last, first, last. Oh, then I'm doing... I should go first. Kelly family was last, right? Yes. Okay, so last, first, last. So that means I'm going first this time. Okay. Technically. You want to do Rock, Paper, Scissors instead? No. No, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about something that I hope that you have never heard of. I've heard everything about it. You're a liar. I know. Um, I know. 
but also at the same time, I want to talk about something that I, first of all, fits our spooby, uh, my spooby theme this month, which is Women's History Month. <laughs> and I've been doing women, women serial killers all month. Um, second of all, I first started researching this like two and a half months ago, and then I stopped because I got bored. Uh, but then I revitalized it because I found some new shit, and it's really good. Um, mm. But also, third of all, I want to do something that I'm actually like very terrified of recently. Cults. The, no, cults is one of them. Vaginas. That's not, yeah, that's also number three. She has one. Uh, yeah, oh my she's God. a woman. I have, yeah. uh, I but number one, he, right now. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Bye, number one, everyone. <laughs> Put it in the sink. Get out. <laughs> Put my vagina in the sink. Yeah, take it out. Just, it, you're like Miss, Mrs. Potato Head. Just like palm it off. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> Is that where the lips are supposed to go? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's upside down. Turn it around. <laughs> Just turn it 90 degrees. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, no, cannibals. Ooh. I am terrified of cannibals. Cannibals, cults, and vaginas. Those are, like, in that order. In that order. That's what I'm afraid of right now. I'm, like, because this whole podcast started with me being afraid of things, and, like, I feel like we faded away from me being afraid of shit. You're not so afraid I want to go back anymore. to, like, afraid of shit again and cannibals scare me so right now we're on cannibals and zombies but we haven't gotten to zombies we haven't talked about zombies well the coronavirus hasn't mutated yet to where it makes yeah, zombies, to zombies so. yeah we're, we're waiting um holding our breath <laughs> fingers crossed if you have coronavirus you can't hold your breath that long <gasps> somebody just coughed coronavirus it wasn't me <laughs> wasn't me it wasn't Nobody me on the counter it wasn't, wasn't me, me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to talk about uh, Tamara Samsonova, a.k.a. the Granny Ripper. Okay. Tamara. 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 It's Tamara. <laughs> what? Tamara? Ta- anyway. Tamara. So, have you ever heard of Tamara Samsonova? I actually yep. have not. Do You have not. You have that's not. This sister. is something that Spencer hasn't heard of. In almost a full year, I found something that Spencer hasn't heard of. Hold on. Let me move my bangs. Yeah, one side. Oh, now you just gonna... Googled random spooky shit. Random spooky shit that Spencer hasn't heard of. Bam. <laughs> Google was like, oh, Ow. honey, this is going to be a long search. <laughs> yeah, we got it nothing. sat there for three days. Get a snack. One eternity later. Um, One result. Yeah, exactly. I searched this on day two of our broadcast and <coughs> somehow found it. <coughs> okay, so, ready? So, Samsonova, Tamara Samsonova, was born on April 25th of 1947 in the city of Uzer, now part of, oh, Kranoyarsk Cry. Yep. Let me see. Krasnoyarsk cry. I'm Russian. Let me see. Okay. I'm Katya. Last word of the first sentence on the top. Krasnoyarsk. Krasnoyarsk. Okay, that's that what I said. Way better with Krasnoyarsk. Krasnoyarsk. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Uh-huh. Krasnoyarsk. Krasnoyarsk cry. cry. After graduating from high school, she arrived in Moscow. Oh, you got that one right. <laughs> and entered the Moscow State Linguistic University. After graduating, she moved to St. Petersburg. Did you get that one? Yep. Where she married... Leningrad. <laughs> where she married Alexei Samsonova. In 1971, she and her husband settled in the newly built panel house, number four, on Dmitriov Street. Wow. Those communists had such great names yeah. for buildings. Yeah. That's Civil Liberties Building number four. Just that. <laughs> number four on Dmitriov. Courthouse six. Five. Four <laughs> Dmitriov Street. That's it. Yep. 
Um, for some time, she worked for the in-tourist travel agency, in particular, the Grand Hotel Europe. The amount of work experience Samsonova gathered at the time of her retirement was 16 years. She, worked, she retired after 16 years of work? She worked for 16 years and retired. And why are we doing capitalism again? I can again? tell you copy-pasted that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? I said that's a weird ass sentence. I can tell you copy and pasted that shit. The work oh, honey. <laughs> Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> that's what we all do. Hey, I copied and pasted this two and a half week, two and a half months ago. Okay, calm down. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's what you talked about. That's how you talked like two and a half months ago. Yeah. Um, you, so you figured out how to speak English. Hey, since I, then. Ever since then, I figured oh. out. Hey, listen. Um, there's a language barrier. <laughs> I'm French. <laughs> okay, Nikki doll. I'm English that learn French that learn English again. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look good. You look good. <laughs> so in 2000, the, the year 2000, uh, Samsonova's husband... Wait, she retired after 16 years and it was in the 2000s? What well, year? No, she, no, she, she was born in the 40s. She was born in the in 47. In 1971, she and her husband moved to the to the Dimitriad Street. I assume that she lived off her husband's pay for a while. Wow, why do you assume that? Because it's communist Capitalism. Russia. And also the 70s. Okay, fine. Wow. Women didn't have jobs back then. They barely <laughs> have Those were the good fucking <laughs> days. Those were the good days. Those were the good days. Refer to Ali Wong talking about how angry she is. That, that we, like, talked about how smart we were, and then we decided that we wanted jobs. Fucked yeah. up. Go on. I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. Except, but she's, she's funny at her job. You're not. Oh. <gasps> On the way home, just like stab me in the throat. Hey, listen. Go on. Hey. She knows where you live. Hey, listen. You guys we literally, literally slept on the couch together two nights ago. Stop telling people that. We're not. Un- we didn't sleep on the same couch. We <laughs> yes, slept on we different did. couches oh at the no, same it was time. The same couch. We fell we asleep in the living room. Guys, separately. Shared a stop. We get it. You're a couple. Like, oh my god. We're actually oh a thruple with. Well, we slept Aaron. in the same bed on the cruise. Exactly. Oh my god, stop! We don't need your like full life story <laughs> yeah. here. We yeah, get it. So when's the wedding? So, uh, Never. I'm gonna kill him first. I'll probably be the one that marries her and Aaron, so probably. Like can I said, I, we're a thruple. Can I become an ordained minister in like Mario? No, okay. they wouldn't let you in a church. That's, That's true. But are you no, gonna, ha- are you gonna you have a wedding my, in a church? One of my bride's people. Are you gonna make me do drag? No. Me do drag? Um, and by that, am I going to let you do drag? No. Okay. But she's got that really great paper wig. <gasps> oh my God. I can bring back Dixie's first runway. Please don't. Please don't. Her garbage I'll let you bag. you do that at your wedding. Okay. Fair okay. enough. Uh, well, I'm, it's It'll just going to be happen. me marrying myself. Oh. Exactly. It'll just be me marrying garbage. So, anyways. Actually, so, you're going to marry your wig. She's fine. Um, so. After her retirement in 2000, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that was the year she retired, it doesn't say. Uh, but in the year 2000, Samsonova's husband disappeared. <gasps> Where'd he go? She contacted the police at the time, let me tell you. Uh, but searches yielded nothing. They got nowhere. Butt searches? Butt searches. They searched people's butts and found nothing. Um, <laughs> well, you're looking in the wrong place for a person. <laughs> yeah. That seems like it's too know. small of an area. After his disappearance, Samsonova began renting out her room in her apartment. In 2003, a tenant who was 44 years old from Norilsk began living in the space, but soon disappeared as well. Norilsk. What did I say? Norilsk. Norilsk. <laughs> yep, that was it. <laughs> Norilsk. Oh. 
Um, I spelled it wrong then. <laughs> uh, How do you spell something wrong? You copy and paste. Norwich. <laughs> I didn't copy and paste it. I actually wrote this part, okay? That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound part. Anyways, uh, his body was later found down the street at 10 Demetrio Street. So six blocks, six, not even six blocks, six houses down. Um, it was armless, headless, and legless. Like the... Uh, legless? Legless, like Lord of the Rings. Um, okay, cool. We're just going to skip She's going to be here all week. What? She's going to be here all week. I hope she's not here. She should be at our house. Keeping you company? No. Yeah, please. Mm. Uh, so jumping Hard forward pass. just a slight bit from 2003, we're going to jump um, to March 2015. So Sanova met the 79-year-old Valentina Olanova, who lived down the street from her. She, a mutual friend was like, hey, Olanova needs a person. And she was like, hey. Hey. <laughs> we live in St. Petersburg. My name's Valentina. Valentina. Valentina Olanova. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Um, and scene. And scene. Uh, so a mutual friend between the two of them was like, hey, Samsonova like, needs a place to live. Her house is being renovated. Uh, Olanova, you're an old lady. Like, You need someone to care for you. Uh, she'd be great. Who Samsonova is also 68 at this time. So like, she's also. <laughs> you need somebody young to take care of you. 68-year-old. Get her in there. Yeah. She's a young, strapping 68-year-old Russian hey, woman. I feel She'll like oh God, he's trying their fucking accents again. That was Southern. I was That's the only purpose. one you're good at. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Russian women are like, of course, they're girls until they're like 20. And then like from 20 to 40, they're like svelte, sexy ladies. And then from svelte? like 40 to what does 70. Svelte mean? Hey, Google, what does svelte mean? I don't know. It's like sexy, thin. The definition is svelte. Cast and cast participle of svelte woman. I didn't say spelt. I said svelte. <laughs> Anyways, yep. <laughs> then like from forty to sixty, they're like bodybuilders. Yeah, that's true. And but she's sixty-eight. No so what is she at over sixty? Over sixty. Sixty forty to seventy. Oh, she's yeah. over bodybuilt. Oh, yes. true. Slender, it's a real especially word? gracefully slender I figure. He was making it up. I am a wordsmith. Okay, your last name. That's funny because your last name Smith. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's get out of my jokes. We've been wordsmiths for centuries, so we just took on the last one. Okay, because that's where the wordsmith came from. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Get it? The wordsmith came from? <laughs> that was the whole point. Okay, I'm going to leave this podcast. Thank Oops, God. All right, Spencer, it's our time. Now Savannah is in charge. It's time. our time. Welcome to the podcast with Spencer and Savannah. Let me just read all of Chris's words. <laughs> <laughs> and no, just open up a Wikipedia page. <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't come in paid. Where's the tea, girl? I have been doing my best not to copy and paste because I've been trying to make it my own words, okay? L-O-L. Thank you. Oh. And not yours. Thank you. And Thank I, you, Thomas. I wrote. <laughs> you copy and pasted into it. No. No, I'm telling Thomas's joke. Okay, well, I wrote about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wrote. I didn't write anything. Anyway, so I wrote. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, her apartment was being renovated, and Olenova was like, okay, sure. Um, Samsonova lived there for several months, helping with housework. Because I didn't finish it, and I had to keep finishing it. Um, mm-hmm. Helping with housework, and began liking to live... What? 
What? Began liking to live in the apartment, like a lot. So much so that she... <laughs> I love to live in an apartment. What? So in Olenova's apartment. I also her. enjoy living. So sometimes. she decided that she was like, uh, I'm going to stay here. And refused to move out. Yep. The relationship between the two, between Olenova and Samsonova... I think I might have heard this before. Eventually deteriorated, and Olenova was finally like, okay, you need to leave. So after they got in a fight about an unwashed cup in the sink, Samsonova was like, okay, I'm going to poison you. Yep. So... <laughs> Is that why it was unwashed? It had poison in it? Probably. Uh, so she was like, hey, I'm going to go out to the market real fast. She went to the town called Pushkin, a town... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sounds like Savannah's sex life. <laughs> a town 15 miles... I've never had sex with anyone named Ken. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> to a town 15 miles south of St. Petersburg. And convinced the... Petersburg. Petersburg. And convinced the pharmacist to sell her the prescription drug, Phenazepam. Not Phenazepam. Phenazepam. Not again. When she returned to the city, she was like, mm, came back from the market. She returned and was like, hey. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> and she was like, hey, let's go ahead and make your favorite dish. It's called an olive ear salad. Do you know what an olive ear salad is? Olives. No, I'm going to tell you. Um, it is usually made with diced boiled potatoes, carrots, brined dill pickles or cucumber. Cute. Green peas, yep. eggs, uh -huh. celeriac, so which good. is like celery roots or like a, it's like Fennel. a. Fennel. No, it's like a, uh, almost like a turnip root. Oh, like, I love turnips. Uh, of celery. We're good with um, everything in this Onions, thing, yeah? Yeah. diced boiled chicken or sometimes ham, hot dogs, or bologna. I don't like hot dogs or bologna, but everything uh, else. Tart apples. I don't know why Salt, pepper, mustard to enhance the flavor, and also dressed with mayonnaise. <laughs> So, you don't like this? Not I like everything but the mayonnaise. Awesome. It sounds like a very intense potato salad. <laughs> Yo, I made potato salad the other day. A really big Did ass bowl. Did you make bowl. it mustard based or mayonnaise based? I mean, there's mayonnaise in it, but it's more mustardy. So, mi mu more mustard based. Yeah. Okay. But it was a big ass thing. We ate big it. Big ass thing? Three days. Ass potatoes? Mm, Two I days. Love, I love ass potatoes. Two and a half days for a full thing of potato salad. Wow. Like a big ass bowl. The biggest That'll bowl I have. You. I've got lots of potatoes. We can make potato salad. You know lots of potatoes? Is that what you said? I said I have, we have lots oh, of potatoes. Okay. You just hear word. You just want to hear word come out of my mouth. Just because he looks like a potato doesn't mean his whole family is exactly. potatoes. Come on. I am not potato. <laughs> you are, but your whole family is not. So he doesn't know a whole lot of potatoes. I don't know a lot of potatoes. He only knows some stuff. Anyway, so she put the pills in that. Which, like, okay, none of this is crunchy, but then suddenly these pills are crunchy. Like, unless she broke them up. It might, she might nope, them up. didn't even break them up. Anyways. Full she, on, big out. The pill bottle is in there, too. Yeah. The full thing. <laughs> what is plastic? Well, it's just a pill cap. No big deal. She later found uh, Olenova's body laying in the kitchen floor on the night of July 23rd, and she was like... This is, yeah, this is my picture. She just found it. Ooh! Oh no! And then she found her and was like, "Oh, why? Why did we not record that? That was beautiful." I know. Oh no! Oh, I'm no. an actress. Oh no! Okay, Aiden, come down. <laughs> Everybody in this room has been coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, we have been. Um, so she was like, "Oh, well, guess I gotta dismember this body with two knives and a saw." Coronavirus. Uh, so she began beheading the victim. She then sawed the body in half, and then using two knives, she sheared it to pieces. 
to take out all the bags from the apartment, she had to leave and return several times, which was recorded by a like traffic camera, uh, but still left the other body parts scattered around the house. Mind you, this is 2015. This is like four years ago, y'all. Um, <laughs> She's like, there are no people in Russia. No to people catch in me. Russia to catch me. Um, That's right now. Uh, oh, on the night of July 26th, Olenova's decapitated body. De- oh, hold on. Uh, oh no, we'll get there. Um, on the night of July 26th, so this was the first night was July 23rd. On the night of July 26th, Olenova's decapitated body and severed limbs, wrapped in a bathroom curtain, so a shower curtain, was found by a by a pond down the street. This was recorded at four Dmitriev Street, so two houses Back. down from <laughs> her. Got to get this body so out of the way. Down she was at four. That was at ten. The, yeah. fir- the first body was found at 10. Yeah, which she says it was six away, which would have been four. Oh, okay, sorry. It was found at six then. Where's her? Hold on. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it was at six. Sorry. So her original house was four, and I this was it. found at six, Dimitri Astri. Okay. I love that she grabbed this body, brought it out, and she was like, oh, I'm just too tired. I'm just going to leave it. I'm just, I'm just gonna too, she's also a 68-year-old woman trying to carry these bags of bloody bones and Organs and shit. Well, hey, actually, maybe you shouldn't kill somebody. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, so the bags initially did not attract attention for several days. For three yep. days, these bags of just body parts were sitting by this pond out in the open in this neighborhood. And finally someone was like, what's inside here? Hey, Russia. <laughs> What's inside here? Russia. Russia. Russia's what's inside Literally. here. Literally. So finally, the body was identified on July 27th after discussing with residents, and they finally went over to Anova's door because they were like, I think that's Anova. Um, <laughs> so they, they knocked on the door, and Anova was like, girl. hey. She opened the door, like to the police, and they entered the home, found traces of blood and the torn shower curtain, and they were like, dude, what the fuck? And <laughs> they arrested They were to be like, all good here. <laughs> no, they arrested her. So they arrested her on July 27th, but they didn't actually detain her until July 29th. So on July 29th, a court order had her detained and forced her to take a psychiatric exam. However, that took uh, five months to actually get results, four months to get results back for. So on November 26th of 2015, she was determined to be a danger to herself and to society and was sent to a specialized institution until the end of the investigation. She is currently, meaning right now, still being investigated for the involvement in 14 murders, including her late husband. So she only, we only know of one three sure. full ones. Okay. Well, one for sure and th- two other two potentials. Yeah. Um, no, no, we only actually know two actual yeses. The, the husband is still a maybe. Um, her diary was found. And that's what has been been helping into providing like a number of clues where she has written in details about her entire life, as in like woke up, drank coffee, felt good today, didn't eat food today, like full on like yeah, didn't murder someone today. Didn't murder exactly. So she's written like full full things about like everything in her life. She's yeah, written but about- I feel like if you were murdering somebody, you were like, got to document this. I'd be like, I wouldn't put that on paper. She did. She well, wrote about like the killings. A lot of people use them as like trophies. They're yeah. like, hey, I did this shit and I want people to know about it. Yeah. Here you go. So that's what she's done. She's written about the killings and the dismemberments and like of the victims and stuff like that. However, she has not written about where she's hidden the heads. So mm. none of the heads of the victims have been found. 
police are comparing her elaborate diary entries with known cases of unsolved murder cases where victims were dismembered and the body parts packed in bags strewn around the city. So they had a bunch of cases of like unsolved shit about like bags they found like all over St. Petersburg. And they're like, um, these match up to when we found them to the diary entries in her diary about when she wrote about killing people. So we're trying to connect them. But the problem is that none of this has been released yet because it's still under investigation. So we don't know anything about what's actually in her diaries yet. However, we do have one entry that reads, I killed my tenant, Volodya. Volodya? How does it spell? V-O-L-O-D-Y-A. Volodya. Volodya. Cut him to pieces in the bathroom with a knife and put the pieces of his body in plastic bags and threw him away in different parts of the Fruzinski district. Love that district. Yeah. Uh, that's where she lived, actually. Uh, detectives in Russia are refusing to release details of her diary until the multiple mur- murder investigations are completed. Uh, amazingly, given the gravity of the cur- of the charges against her, when she appeared in court, Sansonova seemed more concerned that journalists were there to report her case and that her neighbors in St. Petersburg were going to find out what she was accused of. Yep. After being reprimanded in custody, she told journalists, I knew you would come. It's such a disgrace for me. All the city will know. Later, she then blew a kiss to reporters. When Judge Roman... Oh, boy. Shabortyov... 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 Yep. Shabortyov... Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Asked, he asked Listen, her, I'm Russian, okay? Yeah, I like Katya. We also listened to you during your Chernobyl podcast, and that was rough. He asked her to address the court. She we hear replied, you say fucking English words that don't make I don't sense. even do that. <laughs> she asked her. I don't know words or heart. I don't know words. A terrible milady. Uh, <laughs> Malady. Milady. Um, <laughs> so he asked her to address the court and she replied, it's stuffy in here. Can I go out? Uh, she then added, I was getting ready to, th- I was, no, this is exact translation. I was getting ready to this court action for dozens of years. It was all done deliberately. There is no way to live with this last murder. I closed the chapter. The judge then asked, or the judge, the judge then said, I am asked to arrest you. What do you think? She replied, you decide, Your Honor. After all, I am guilty and I deserve punishment. When he announced she would be held in custody, she smiled and clapped her hands. A police source said Psychotic. that... Yeah. A police source said that despite her admission to murdering her la- latest victim, detectives couldn't force her to say where the missing head was hidden. Why was that so hard to say? When Samsonova was questioned, yeah. When Samsonova was questioned by the police, she admitted to committing the crimes, but without going into detail, says reports. And in her flat, police found a saw, a knife, and blood spots in the bathroom. A source from the investigation said she's either much more stupid or much smarter than she seems. Sources in Russia's powerful investigative committee, the equivalent of the FBI. Indicated internal organs, in particular lungs, were removed from the victims' bodies. When asked if the if she was a cannibal, a police source said it is not excluded. 
many of the bodies found that line with the diary entries did not have their heads or internal organs. So they were all missing. So it's presumed that she was the cannibal for organs. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the worst part. Yeah. So that is not technically known, um, but I did hate this entire story because it's also an investigating, like a current investigation. And uh, it's not a current investigation. You know she's dead. It's Russia. Yeah. She, she went to jail and they Russia. killed her. She's she's still in jail. Yeah. She's dead. She might be dead. I don't know. There's no there's no final like nothing. There's no like further. Did you see that? He clicked. Do it again, I was scared. He clicked. Do it again. I'm scared. Clap on. Ah! Clap off. Oh, front of What? Oh. This place is fucking magic in here. So spoopy. So yeah, that's my story about uh, Tamara Samsonova and how the fact she killed. So she's under investigation for 14 people, but they only know that she killed her. No, not her. She killed Olnova. She killed herself. She killed herself. <laughs> she killed Olnova and the first guy. Uh, and then she uh, admitted to murdering this other guy that they were like, oh, well, we didn't know that. Uh, and they also think that she killed her husband and then also 10 other people. <laughs> so, yeah. She, and, and no one, like, considered her to, like, be a murder, murderer of her husband or the flatmate just because she was, like, an old grandma. They were just like, oh. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, she's she's so baking fine. baklava. Baklava. Uh. Okay, now do the whole thing again in Russian. Yekrina Wow. I've got some murders if you want to hear about some murders. Yes. Okay, yeah, so murders. So Savannah got murdered. Because she she's la- she's gone. Look so. at this picture. Look at her. Look at how happy she is. That's her in jail. Look at how Aww. happy she is. She's Tamra- like a happy little granny. Tamara Mitrafanova. Samsonova. 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 I love trying to pronounce Russian things because they make no sense. That's her in jail. She's 72 years old now. Or at the age of this picture. I don't know. Do you know what's 72 years old? You. Um, Anyways, in the fall of 1980, (laughs) Sue Sharp left her divorced husband, James. I didn't even say what. I'm talking about the Keddy Cabin murders. Have you heard about the Keddy Cabin murders? No. Well, tell me more about it. Oh, God. Talk. Sue Sharp left her divorce and divorced her husband, James. He was very abusive. So she was like, I got to get out of here. Got to get out. Um, She wanted to start a new life and create a better environment for her and her five children. Uh, So she packed them all up and moved them from Connecticut to Northern California, all the way across the United States. That that is all the way across. Baby. Uh, They moved into a two-story cabin in the rural resort town of Keddy. It's technically not really even a town. It's a census-designated place. So that means there's so few people there. Population 66. Wow. In 2010. Wow. Uh, Sue's children included John, who was 15, Sheila, 14, Tina, 12, Rick, 10, and Greg, 5. Sue chose this place because her brother Don lived nearby. Uh, the family made friends with their neighbors and adjusted to a small town life rather quickly. Small town. This is their small town. Their town. Yeah. Um, this is not like where your like lake house is at. Like the community for your parents' lake house. It's like 3,000 people. bigger than that. Yeah. Like not even like Woodville. I'm talking about like Ivanhoe. just Ivanhoe. <laughs> like. Ivanhoe is probably like 400 people. Yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. But it's similar to that. Yeah. Because it's a resort town. Yeah, okay. Um, so they moved there in um, fall, like October. Yeah. So we're jumping forward to April. So on the afternoon, or in the afternoon of April 11th, 1981, Sue and her eldest daughter, Sheila, drove into the nearby town of Quincy, about five miles away, to pick up her eldest son, John, and his friend, Dana Hall Wingate, who is a boy. Dana. Dana, boy. Yes. Love that. Needed to make sure that was... Clarified. Clarified. Um, so they picked them up from Gassner Park, Gansner Park. Um, she Gassner. drove... <laughs> there's so many N's in it. She drove Gansner. every... Gansner. 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 She drove everyone home back to Ketty. About two hours later, the two boys hitchhiked back to Quincy to meet up with some friends. I don't know why you told your mom to come get you, bring you, you home, and then there. you went back. Because mom didn't, probably didn't want you to be there. It's the 80s. They're like, what are you doing? Are you dead? Let's go. Call me on a payphone in four days. Yeah. See what happens. Um, so they went back to Quincy. They were seen downtown uh, in Quincy, and they were seen later at a party at Oakland Camp. Meanwhile, Sheila made plans with the next-door neighbors, the Seabolts, to stay overnight. Sue agreed. Although in most of the research, I couldn't find, like, the name of her friends or anything. So I guess she was just, like, hanging out with the whole family. Okay. Um, Tina, the youngest daughter, was also at the Seabolts watching television, but left to go home when Sheila arrived at 9.30 p.m. At the Sharp residence, Sue and her youngest sons were having a sleepover. The boys' friend, Justin Smart, was spending the night at their house. Everyone settled in for the night, and John and Dana were expected home soon. There are no eyewitness accounts of what happened in the cabin that night. Next morning, 7 a.m., Sheila returns home and discovers the bodies of her mother, her brother John, and his friend Dana. The three had been viciously murdered. In the house where the kids were staying? Yep. All three were bound, and Sue was gagged with her own underwear. The murder weapons were left at the scene. Two knives, one bent in half due to the extreme force, force in with, it, with which it was used, and two hammers. All these murders occurred in the same room as there was no blood spatter anywhere else in the house. Sue was naked from the waist down and had stab wounds. Her throat was slashed and she had a blunt force injury to the head matched the imprint of a Daisy 880 BB gun. John's throat was cut. Dana had multiple head wounds and had been manually strangled. All three had blunt force hammer injuries to the head and this was the cause of their death. Sheila ran back to the neighbors to tell them what had happened. She returned to the house with her neighbor, James Siebold. Upon checking out the crime scene, James noticed that Tina, Rick, Greg, and their friend Justin were all missing. With further investigation of the house... Why didn't, her, why didn't the mom notice that her own children were missing? It's not the mom. The mom's dead. Sheila's the oldest sister. Oh. Wait, who found them? Sheila, the oldest oh, sister. Oh, I thought you said the, the mom found them. Sorry. No. Sheila and Sue. They're close. Okay, sorry. Sheila's the oldest sister. Okay. Um, so, with further investigation of the house, three boy the three boys were discovered in the back bedroom, unharmed and sleeping. James led the boys out of the house through the window in order to avoid the crime scene. When the police arrived, they talked to Sheila about her missing sister. Hold on, wait. I'm going to switch to read mode. It's so much easier to read in read mode. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that it's easier to read in read mode? I mean, Wait, so, okay. So the two younger boys are found. 
Yes, and their friend who was spending the night. Okay, but the the younger sister is still missing. It's still missing. Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha. There's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And they're all such generic names, except Sheila. And I'm tipsy, so I'm trying to keep it all straight. Honestly. Honestly. Um, So when the police arrived, they talked to Sheila about her missing sister. Sheila noted that her sister's jacket and shoes were missing, along with a shoebox that was filled with tools. The police questioned neighbors, including the Seabolts, who lived right next door. Literally next door. Yeah. And it's it's exactly like the lake house to where, I mean, well, on that one side, you can't see the neighbor because it's an empty lot. But, like, on the other side of the street, there's people on the street or, like, right down the street if there was no park right next to it. That is really an ideal location for a lake house. Yeah. There's neighbors on either side. Anyways, imagine there was a house there. Yeah. So there's people living all around them. Um, and they're not that far. No. They're they're not like they're not close like in the Heights where yeah. they're right next door. But Maybe like, like from Max, like from here to across s- the street, a little further than that. Maybe like but still, I mean the, the hookah place. Yeah, or that? like from here to the the green space over there. Okay, this is still not that far. Yeah. So neighbors heard nothing. However, another couple living nearby, not next door. Claimed that they heard muffled screaming around 1.30 a.m. There was no sign of forced entry, and the telephone was left off the hook. The lights were off, and the drapes were drawn. The only evidence besides the murder weapon was a single unidentified fingerprint on the handrail of the stairs leading to the back door. Because Tina Sharp was considered a missing person that was abducted from the scene, her disappearance was initially investigated by the FBI. However, it was reported on April 28, 1981, that the federal detectives had backed off the case, believing it to be in the good hands with the local police. A grid search was conducted of the five-mile radius of the Sharp's cabin with scent dogs, but proved to be fruitless. Tina Sharp was missing for three years. April 22, 1984, a bottle collector discovered the top portion of a human cranium and a mandible at Camp 18 in the neighboring city of Butte County about 100 miles from Ketty. Shortly after, the Butte County Sheriff's Office received an anonymous call claiming that the remains were those of Tina Sharp, but the call was not discovered until a recording of it was discovered at the bottom of an evidence box by a deputy sometime later. Wow. Yeah, they just buried it. They're like, oh, cool, someone found her body. The remains were confirmed to be those of Tina Sharp by a pathologist in 1984. Nearly or nearby, the detectives also recovered a child's blanket, blue nylon jacket, pair of jeans with a missing back pocket, a surgical tape dispenser. Um, it's unclear what, if any, these things have to do with the case. So on to the suspects. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement had several suspects at the time, including a man who had disappeared from Ketty shortly after the crimes were discovered. He was tracked to Oregon, but was cleared after undergoing a polygraph examination. But most promising leads were given to the police by Justin Smart, the little boy's dad, that was Mm. spending the night. Justin's reports were conflicted. Initially, he said that he had slept through the murders and dreamt of their happenings. uh, But he later, later claimed that he had witnessed them firsthand. Um... In the latter account, which was given under hypnosis, I'm sorry, I said that was the dad. We're talking about the little boy, who's mm-hmm. giving the the who is is sleeping. He little said boy he who is not living who was there. Yeah, yeah, the friend. Um, so he said that he had dreamt of their happenings, but later claimed that he had witnessed them firsthand. 
in the later account when she was given under hypnosis by Dr. Jerry Dash at this children's hospital in Los Angeles, he claimed to have heard some unusual noises coming from the cabin's main room. When he investigated, he saw Sue with two men whom he described to in a police sketch artist. The boy claimed that when John and Dana entered the home, they began an argument with the men that got physical. He also said that Tina entered the room sometime during the conflict and was rushed out the back door by one of the men. Sketches provided by Justin were circulated widely by the police, and they depicted two men in their late 20s or early 30s, one with a mustache and black greased hair, while the other was clean-shaven and with short blonde hair. Both were wearing gold-rimmed sunglasses. A search was mounted for men fitting the description, but no tangible leads came from the sketches. A much more uh, likely suspect was close to the case, Martin Smart, Justin's father appeared to be very cooperative with police, but was repeatedly providing endless clues that seemed to throw evidence away from him. According Even to though he was not part of the investigation, he didn't, he wasn't there. Nope. So why would he have clues? We'll get there. Okay. Um, for example, Smart told the police that a claw hammer, a hammer that could have potentially matched one of the murder weapons, had inexplicably gone missing from his home shortly before the murders. His wife saying his kid took it? He's saying somebody took it. Oh, boy. His wife, Marilyn, on the other hand, seemed to be trying to draw investigators toward her husband as a uh, suspect. Um, It's noted that they didn't have a very good marital relation. Mm -hmm. And uh, Marilyn was actually going to sue sharp to talk about this and sue was giving her advice on how to leave her husband because she left an abusive relationship she told police that she'd found a bloody jacket belonging to tina in her basement however there are no records of this jacket in the police files so it's unclear why Marilyn made the claim at all was he friends with the police oh mm-hmm. boy uh in 2008 Marilyn claimed that he, she suspected her husband and his friend john beau boubede God, that name's going to fuck me up. Boobede. Boobede. B-O-U-B-E-D-E. B-O-U-B-E-T-E. D-E, yeah. Boobede, I think it is. Boobede. Boobede. Boobede, yeah. Of the murder in a documentary. She said that the evening the crimes occurred, she had left Martin with Boobede at a bar at around 11 p.m. when she went home to sleep. Around 2 a.m., she claimed to have been awoken by the two burning something in the wooden stove. Not wooden stove. In the wood stove. Mm -hmm. Uh, Additionally, she had said that her husband hated John Sharp with a passion. That's the oldest boy. Though she provided no clear motive for his murder. However, in the same documentary, Sheriff Doug Thomas stated that the police had already interviewed Martin Smart and confirmed that he had passed a polygraph exam. Smart died of cancer in June of 2000 while Bubede died in Chicago in 1988. So both the suspects died. Yeah. There were plenty of other rumors regarding the crimes, and the community soon formed its own opinions on who had committed the Ketty Cabin murders. Thoughts that the crimes were ritualistic or that they had been motivated by drug trafficking. An acquaintance of Dana Wingate's family claimed that he had stolen some LSD from local dealers shortly before the murders occurred, but this is unverified and were dismissed by Doug Thomas, who stated that no drugs or other paraphernalia were found in the home. There's even a speculation that Lee Henry Lucas and Otis Toole were involved, but they were ruled out in police by December of 1983. 
Those are famous serial killers. Mm-hmm. Infamous. Uh, on March 24th of 2016, a hammer that matched the description of one of the missing from the Smart residence was recovered from a pond in Keddie. Plumas County Sheriff Greg Hagwood states that the hammer would have intentionally been put there. It would have not been accidentally misplaced. No. They threw it away. Threw it in the pond. Yeah. Uh, though this evidence appears to have turned suspicion back onto Martin Smart, police have stated that they had six suspects under review at the time the hammer was recovered. In April of 2018, Special Investigator Mike Gamberg stated that the DNA found on a piece of tape at the, ca- uh, the crime scene had been matched to a known living suspect, but did not elaborate. So the Keddy Ma- Cabin murders took the media, media by storm, and they were highly popularized due to their gruesome nature and seemingly random motive. There was coverage in the case of People Magazine, a documentary TV series by Investigation Discovery Channel, and an independent feature-length documentary called Cabin 28. Cabin 28. That released in 2008. Renewed interest from the public was sparked by The Strangers, my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, which was also released in 2008. Various bloggers claimed that the film was inspired by Katie Cabin murders. Despite the flat fact that the film never claimed such a thing, sports only <laughs> the vague byline based on a true story. Cabin Did they say that? In the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So it is kind of based off of this? They don't say off of what? They, it's based off of... The Strangers is based off of murders that happen every day yeah in the united states where people just go to a house and murder somebody because why yeah because they're home yeah love that cabin 28 was demolished in 2004 but the investigation is still listed as ongoing so they took on the house yep damn um i think it was the husband of that woman and that's why he didn't kill uh the little boy that was staying the night. Yeah, that's yeah, why he didn't too. kill his little boy and his friends. Yeah. Because he was like, I can't kill my own son. Yeah. And that's also why I think the little boy probably saw it happen. And he couldn't figure it out. And or his dad no, he told knew. him. Yeah. And he was like, his dad was like, don't tell them or I'll kill you. Yeah. And of course, you're going to believe your dad. Yeah. That you, as a little child, idolize and love, regardless of who, who he is. Yeah, because... Um, Rick was uh, 10 and Greg was 5. So he is somewhere in between those ages. Yeah. Because he's friends with them. So he has to be somewhere in that range. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's rough. I'd never heard of that. It's a good one. It's a rough one. I mean, it's. Because that means that they took the little, the Tina (coughs) away. Away. And I imagine God knows what with her horrible deplorable things yeah. with her and then murdered her yeah well even with the wife because he said that she was found uh like from the pantless pant- pantless so why why are men disgusting i don't yeah. understand why, well first of all why do you kill someone second of all why are you disgusting like choices that's disgusting i choices for real choices yeah. <laughs> um that's rough that's rough i don't like that i'm scary okay. i've always uh looked at it it's. I mean, it's kind of short. Yeah, because, but, but it's, it's after my favorite movie. Yeah, and it's also one of the things that you are scared of because you. It can actually happen. Every time we go to the fucking lake house, you're like, lock everything. Yep. Everything's on lockdown. We're all. Everything's done. Baby, Baby. strangers does not happen to me, honey. <laughs> I have seen two many no, scary ma'am. movies. No, ma'am. I've got a knife by my bed. I got a baseball bat. I've got another knife tucked in my shoe. You be would ready. be surprised. <laughs> I would actually not be. I think I. I believe everything that you'd you'd tell me at the lake house like everything 
Everything's a knife here. <laughs> here I don't do it because we're on the second floor. Yeah. But at the lake house by our bed, there's a little bat. That's good. I'm glad you guys Did leave you me. Did you know that? You knew that. I'm glad you guys leave me downstairs where there's two entrances, two entrances on both sides. Yeah. Why would we sleep there? <laughs> Somebody has to get murdered first. <laughs> Just leave someone else and let him scream because he always talks loud. So he's never not going to be quiet. Listen, you pass out at about 930. Hey. I'm not going to drag you upstairs. I have stayed awake longer than almost everyone at that lake house. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Baby. Yeah, because you're downstairs all by yourself. I know, and then I wake up. Especially that night that it was like lightning storm outside. <laughs> Anytime there's like the tree branch moved, I was like, <gasps> person, no, no. okay, we're good. <gasps> person, no, we're good. <laughs> you know where I've slept in that house before? Where? In the fucking sunroom. Where, where every sunroom? wall is a window. Oh, ooh. I wouldn't sleep there. <laughs> I did it to scare myself on purpose. <laughs> uh, all the other beds were empty, but... <laughs> there was nobody there but me! <laughs> dumb! Dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> I love that. Hey. Hey! Choices. That, yeah, exactly. Very very much a choice. You know what is a choice, but... Should be I a choice? It. Oh, no. I would definitely make this choice. Oh. Choosing choice? economy works. Oh, no, it shouldn't be a choice. You should yeah, do it. Is exactly. what I'm saying. It shouldn't be a choice. I pro- mm, baby. Go do it, girl. Yes. Economy, economy works, works is a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, economy works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with, with less. less. Economy works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. What? I just went a little faster. That's right. E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. There you go. Gotcha. Um, but also give us a shout out. Not us. Give our sister podcast a shout. Well, also us. Yeah. But uh, our you sister podcast. Let's talk about gay stuff. stuff. <laughs> That's new. We and it, do that, that was. No, I don't think so. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. Let's start again. Let's, Let's talk, talk about gay stuff. stuff. There we go. Okay, got it. Um, just because they have been doing the most for gay history all the time. So give them a shout out. Give them a listen. Give them a review. That's five stars because we love them. <laughs> Can I hint at something yes. that you might do? No. 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 Never no mind. hinting. Uh, check out their daily posts every day. <laughs> they got good ones. That's a good hint. <laughs> no. Uh, Spoiler alert. There's going to be one tomorrow. <gasps> Bet you didn't know. Did you know that there was one today? <gasps> really? I saw it. Right after one yesterday? Yeah. They and put the day out before that. Every day, girl. And the next day. So and the good. next day. And the next day. One and the eternity next day. later. <laughs> and the next day. And the <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, you can check them out at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram.com. Talk gay stuff on Twitter. Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook.com. You want to drop them a line? Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. But what about us? Well, we're important. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's lots of places that people can find us. Where? Uh, well, you know, if you go to Instagram, you can find us at our spoopy podcast. Uh, if you go to Twitter, you can find us on our spoopy uh-huh. and Facebook, our spoop. What about? I mean, if you're just looking for like a casual little email, a little bit of your, I mean, you're at the office right now because you're at home on coronavirus quarantine. So yeah. send a work email to us. That's our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Ask us about our timesheets. We'll us. tell you we don't have any. We don't. I mean, I don't even know what I'm doing with any of my time. I don't get, I literally am laid off right now. Like, let's hang out. Let's I mean, talk. Chat with me on Twitter. Hit me up. H-M-U. Just hang out with me. 
hang out with me. That's not H and E. No, I that means hit me up. No, I know, but also hang out with me. We can do like a live sometimes. Just like hang out. Like, oh, it's, it's me on one live and Spencer's on the other live. And we're just like, what's up? <laughs> Join our, our Zoom meeting. <laughs> Zoom meeting. Oh my God, a spoopy happy hour. That would be fun. <laughs> Maybe. Ask us questions. Wah, wah, all right. Um, should we tell people to have a good quarantine and maybe get, get spoopy, spoopy with, it? with it? 